Welcome to the Unlocking Her podcast. I'm your host, Jess, your no bullshit best friend, talking all things health, mindset, business, and everything else in between, and helping you on your journey to becoming your next level self. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the pod, guys. I am so excited to be bringing you guys this episode and I'm actually joined by a really exciting guest, the holistic mindset and business queen that is Karen Taylor. And today we're actually talking about changing careers in your mid to late 20s and starting your own coaching business and why I thought Karen would be perfect for this. And she will get into this and she will tell you all about her journey, but she actually is a nurse by trade and basically took a chance on herself, knew that she wanted more for herself, switched careers and is now an online mindset and business coach. And why I thought this conversation would be really useful for you guys listening is that I know there's a lot of people who are interested in pursuing careers in the fitness industry and pursuing careers as online coaches and you're just too scared to do it. Like you're feeling that it's too late for you. You already did a degree. You've already had so many years in a certain profession and it's just not even feasible to switch careers. So I want you guys to know that it is fucking possible and I can't wait for you guys to hear her story. Welcome to the potty, Karen. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really good. I'm really excited for this conversation. This has taken a long time for us to organize, might I add. We've been probably in the works of this for like four months, I'm going to say. Finally got there. Just that Christmas period was just so chaotic for both of us. But I'm glad that it's new year, new energy. We can have some good focus to like start bringing some awesome stuff to both our podcasts. Yeah, it's a mission trying to organize two online coaches, but here we are. Just give us a proper little intro about who you are, what you do and your journey into the online space. Yeah, beautiful. So my name's Karen. I'm a holistic mindset coach for um, like early stage entrepreneurs. I work a lot around, yeah, mindset, subconscious belief systems, but also a lot of feminine energy, feminine leadership to really help women feel so much more connected and powerful for themselves and also for their business. So absolutely love what I do and how I got there. Now I was a registered nurse, as Jess said before, I had gotten into that um, after I had left school and started this journey of um, doing my nursing career because I thought it was the quote-unquote right thing to do, (laughs) I'm sure so many people can relate to that. It was like, oh, yeah, cool. What's going to make me like good money that's going to be somewhat interesting and have like a really highly regarded title, right? And it was all just so ego-based. So I started that and like I did enjoy it at the beginning and I was really fortunate to get some really good grad positions. I then ended up in a critical care unit in one of the biggest hospitals in Queensland. And I was like doing really well on the outside. I was also working towards my master's. I was like two semesters into my post-grad all while COVID's happening. So I started my career at the beginning of COVID. It was, I think, after the second wave of COVID, I think is when I then first started. So a lot of ambiguity, there was very little training or support because no one knew what the hell was going on. So I was legitimately thrown in the deep end, sink or swim. And I was just 
on reflection, so dysregulated. I was working crazy hours, as you could imagine, night shifts, weekends, and it was just the normal. Like, like this yeah. is just what the job is like. Like, you can't complain. Like, this is what you signed up for. So it was about two, two to two and a half years of going along this and just progressively getting more burnout, progressively dreading going to work, progressively not going out as much and doing things that I enjoy, you know, giving up gym, binge eating a little bit more on my takeouts because that was how I could regulate myself and feel better after my shit days. And I was just, I I was so just ambitious and eager. I'm like, I'm just going to get my master's. I'm going to get a good title job. I'm going to make over six figures a year in a cushy education role. That's what I was wanting. And then then I'll be happy and then it'll be good. So just keep going until then. Um, and that, yeah, that was my mindset and it just drove me into the ground. I, I hit just like an absolute rock bottom moment. I think I did like nearly like a hundred hour fortnight for shift work. That. <laughs> like not even a hundred hours during the day, like nearly a hundred hours of a fortnight of night shifts and then waking up, having a day, a morning shift, blah, blah, blah. like it was crazy, but it was normal. We had to, this was COVID. Everyone was sick. You had to pick up extra shifts had no boundaries like yeah I'll help you I'll help you if I'll help and yeah just threw myself into the ground I was super fortunate that because my boss was like you need to take on your leave like you need to use it and I was like cool let's just pick these random two weeks and I yeah hit rock bottom like the couple of days before I was about to go and on this two-week holiday period oh it was blissful I had a proper sleep schedule I started seeing my friends more I started doing things I enjoyed and probably a week in, I was like, isn't this how I'm supposed to feel all the time? Like, shouldn't this be normal? Why? Like, I can't go back now. Like, I've seen yeah. the light and I'm like, I can't go back to that. Like, that that's shit. Yeah. And also during that time when I had that realisation, I came across like this like self-development online course that was teaching people about like your subconscious beliefs and like, manifest and I was like you know what like something needs to change so I'm just gonna like lean into this and I'm gonna sign up it was just like a really cheap like online course nothing crazy and going through that course content I was like fuck (laughs) I am not living a life for me I'm living a life for other people I'm living a life so my dad will love and accept me because I'm doing my master's I'm doing this so then when I tell people I'm a nurse and I have a master's degree that they're going to go oh that's so cool yeah that like importance complex yes yes to feel validated and feel worthy in what it is that I'm doing and I I came to all these realizations so quickly and I was like holy my world just exploded (laughs) in a good and a bad way and I was like wow what the hell am I doing and after finishing that and making these changes I just, I don't know how to explain it, but I just had like this intuitive like feeling and calling to be like, more people need to know about this. More people need to wake up and realize that they actually can take action and change how they think, change their mind, change their life. And why don't more people know about this? And then something in me is like, you should coach this. You should teach this. Like, why don't you become a coach? And you know, for a couple of years, I've always been listening to podcasts of mindset coaches and I've always followed them on Instagram and in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. And I remember during the course content, they were like, what is that one thing you'd always want to do? But just always thought like, oh, that'd be nice, but I can't do that. 
And I was like, well, yeah. fuck, like coaching or having my own business, like that would be, that would be really cool. And I'm like, why can't I have that? Yeah. And I was like, all right then, I can have that. Here we are. And I literally just signed up for your coaching certification. And then like two months later, I started it. And I just like leaned, like leaned into it. I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. It doesn't make sense, but I'm just going to do it. My family were like, what's going on? Like, what do you mean you don't want to keep nursing? And my friends were like really confused because I'd like gone through this journey. I'm like a different person now. And they were still in the circle of like gossiping and complaining and judging and, you know, like talking about people from work. And I'm like, this is not what I want to talk about. Yeah. So then I had to lose a lot of my friends which I love them dearly, but, you know, not aligned anymore. And I just like went into like my own little bubble, did my coaching certification, continued on my own journey. And yeah, then I was like, well, all right, let's start this business. Let's, let's do this. Let's fucking Hi- send it. Yeah. <laughs> I had a business coach and it's just been honestly a whirlwind of a journey like these last 18 months. And it's been so fucking fun. And I'm so glad that I just listened to that, leaned in and just did it. Oh, yeah. Anyways, I love well that so that. That's much the journey. I love that so much for you. And I'm so fucking proud of you. That's amazing. What was yeah. your like, this is the fucking time moment. Like I'm getting out of nursing. Like what was your last straw? Oh gosh. I Probably a string. <laughs> it, was, it was like so many things over time, but it was honestly just like the long hours like the healthcare system for staff is just, and during COVID was just so poor. And I, I think I just got really sick of not being able to always, the patients that I would have to deal with were obviously really unwell. And majority of the time it's all self-inflicted. Yeah. And majority of the time they don't actually care about getting better. And it just kind of felt like, is what I'm doing even helping? Worthwhile. It, like there was obviously the occasion where like someone would be really sick and then they'd get better and go home and be like, wow, that's awesome. And then like you get that sense of pride and fulfillment, but that was rare. <laughs> yeah. And then comparing that to like the reward and fulfillment you get now working with your clients, like speaking to that a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. It's honestly crazy to see how far like a lot of my one-on-one clients have come like even the ones I was working with like a year ago and seeing where they are now and I'm still in touch with them I still follow them and it's been phenomenal seeing that I helped them start that yeah like I was able to guide them and to get them to realize their own power and get them to take that action and like I I had some incredible results from clients who were just constantly getting better and expanding in their business expanding in their confidence and even like the ones that I have been working with recently, like just seeing that transformation of them being so scared to even just do a live to like three months later, they're doing weekly lives. They're like posting little um, like snippets of them, like being silly and just showing their personality and then they're making more money and they're like, Oh my God, I made my first sale. And I'm like, incredible. We didn't really do that much business stuff. It was just you embracing your power, showing your authenticity, being confident, leaning in, like that's all it takes. And honestly, yeah, it's so fucking fulfilling. And I absolutely love what I do. I love that. And like, let's talk about as well. Like I always say this, like business is literally 80% mindset. Mm. Crazy. Right. And like, even for you, as you said, like all of that judgment, like your family didn't understand what was going on, even when you wanted to transition and like your friends and all the things, like even just the mindset work that goes into holding those projections from other people and being like, nah, fuck this. This is what I want and trusting yourself. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I have like my partner to thank for that a lot. I think you do need, if you are fortunate enough to like have that one person that you can yeah. lean on and does have your back, whether that's a family member, a friend, um, a loving partner who, you know, has got your back during that time. And I would just, yeah, lean on him a lot. But even if you are doing this on yourself, like just learning to like lean in on yourself yeah. and self and trust yourself. And, you know, it, it builds, it comes. You're not going to be like, cool, I completely love and trust myself. Now I'm going to do the thing. Never. Um, and the more that you see evidence of yourself of, you know, jumping on that live and doing it and coming back and be like, okay, I didn't die. <laughs> yeah, that's what I always say too. The world didn't die. stop spinning. Yes, I didn't die. Um, generally the first time you go live, no one's really watching anyway. And you're like, okay, that wasn't too bad. And then you're like, cool. All right. I trust myself to do the next one now. And it it builds. So I think for myself, I had to really step into this mindset and really affirm this belief system of like, I can fucking do this. Yeah. I can do this. Even though it didn't make logical sense, which I think is where people get tripped up. It's like, it doesn't have to make fucking sense. Like it doesn't, it can exist. Yeah. And it, it's supposed to sound ridiculous. What you want, what do you want? What your big goals, your dreams, your manifestations are supposed to sound ridiculous to someone. And yeah. that means that you're doing right. Like you're thinking big enough then. Right. Yeah. And I just had this stupid belief of like, I can do this. Like I'm going to be successful. I'm going to make this work. And I just held that belief time and time and time again. I never like, in all honesty, I never once had that thought of doubting myself yeah I was just so embedded in it and I just brainwashed the shit out of myself of like I can do this this can work and that's what held me through it was just constantly showing up and taking the action and like in all seriousness from having mentors I I could not have done what I've done without a mentor I was uh, I've actually never not had a mentor this whole yeah same it's been phenomenal They, they call you out on your own shit like even being in the mindset space and or for you just like being um, like in that mindset and being on your own journey, like you can still recognize stuff, but you, you need that mirror. You need someone else to pull you out of your own shit when you don't realize it. Cause we're still human. Yeah. Um, and just to like keep you up with that consistency and accountability. Like I, I have so much to thank for my mentors, like holding me to that Same. standard and just showing me the way. Cause like, Hey, I've done it. You can do it. Here's how I do it. Come hold my hand. I'll show you. Yeah, absolutely. And like on that as well, like I always say this and whether it's like a personal trainer, whether it's a mindset coach, business coach, whatever, you collapse the fuck out of time working with a coach, no matter what capacity it is in. Like even think about a weight loss journey, right? You can try and try and try on your own. It might take you 12 months. You sign up with a coach and invest in a PT, nutrition, whatever. They can get you those results in three months. Same with a business coach, like the shit that my fucking mentors have reflected back to me. And I'm like, fucking hell. Right. And sometimes it's like, shit, I wish I didn't see that. But now that I've seen it, I can't unsee it. And you fucking move and it might literally collapse 12 months of you fucking around, trialing and erring, like all of the things. And here it is served to you on the silver platter. And you're like, okay, cool. Now all I've literally got to do is do the things. Yeah, so, so powerful. And like when I finished my my coaching certification and I like started my Instagram page, I started posting and I'm like, okay, cool. I don't fucking know anything about how to run a business. I don't know how to do this shit. I, I need help. And obviously 
following so many coaches and listening to so many coaches who have a podcast, like they always talk about investing. And I love when people share how much they invested and they share the finances because it then kind of gives you permission, like crap, if this person's making a million dollars a year and they're investing like a hundred thousand dollars more into coaching, like fuck that, that makes it worth it. Yeah. (laughs) Also to the energetics of that, if you are a coach and you're not investing in yourself, no one's going to fucking invest in you. Absolutely. Literally. And when I came across, I tried for a couple of months on my own, like trying to consume free content, trying to consume so many podcasts. It's not like, the same. Helpful, but yeah, I still was like, I don't know how this applies to me and my yeah. situation and my business. So I came across uh, the business coach that I did in a hiring and it was weird. Like she had messaged me and I was like, oh yeah. And then I looked at her profile. I was like, oh yeah, cool. And then I had a dream that I signed with her and I was like, oh, hmm. that's hmm. huge. And I was like, interesting. So then I leaned into it. I like saw how much it was and it was like $12,000 painful. Now, mind you, I've not made a single fucking dollar in my business. I only had like 5K in physical savings um, that I had to spare. And then I was like only working part-time at that time as a nurse. And I was like, well, shit, all right, well, I need to do this and I need to make it fucking work. So I ended up like coming out to my family. I was like, hey, look, I'm taking, I'm pursuing this. I really feel cool to this. Uh, Can I borrow money? And and I've never in my fucking life asked to borrow money. I've always been like, no, I'm independent. I can do it on myself. Never ask for help. That type of mentality. And to suck up that like ego part of me and to be like, hey, I need help was so terrifying. Like I was like crying at the thought of like, I need to do this. Oh my God. (laughs) Help me. Help me. And especially because it was to my dad that I was asking majority of the money for. And this was someone who I was like trying to impress by doing my master's, trying to impress by doing my nursing degree. And for me to turn and be like, hey, I'm actually quitting all of that. And I'm starting a coaching business around mindset. And I was like, how the hell is this dude who's been in the army for all of his life um, going to take me being a mindset coach? Anyways, I like went through the fear, like just did it. And he was like, yeah, of course. Sure. So fine. Like if that's what you want to do, like I support you. Um, so I think he knew what I was doing because he like followed me and I think he kind of knew what was going on. And he's like, yeah, yeah, so fine. Like here's the money, pay it back. Like just gradually as you can, like no rush. Here you go. And I was like, holy shit, that was so easy. Yeah. And then you would have been like, why the fuck didn't I do this earlier? Exactly. All those years I wasted trying to do my masters, all the things, <laughs> and I could have literally just done this and he would have been okay. <laughs> exactly right. And that was like one-on-one coaching for four months and that set me up completely. And then I made my first 20K within like six months. So I fully yeah, made I love investment. that. Have you and ever done I a mastermind haven't... as well? Sorry, I just cut you off there. Have you ever done a mastermind? Um, I'm actually launching one in a couple of weeks. I love that. That is my dream <laughs> to run a mastermind. Love that. Yeah, I've definitely done group. I've done a group program before and that was really successful. And I, I love one-on-one coaching, but I noticed I was like, I'm having like the same kind of conversations, the same kind of people. I'm like, I, like this would be awesome as a mastermind. So yeah, I'm actually in the works of launching that in love February. That. So depending when this comes out airing, yeah, it'll be coming in February, my first one teaching on all things. Yeah, the 80%, right? The 80% of the business, the mindset, the energetics, the yeah. feminine connections, the leadership. 
And then I'm bringing on um, a bunch of guest speakers that are going to cover the 20%, the strategy. So I'm having people come in and teaching sales and marketing and content and all of those other things that are going to give you the strategy. And then I'm going to teach you how to fucking show up and implement it and apply it. So it's going to be so fun. and Yeah. so How exciting. And for context for everyone listening, like if you're not in a business coaching space, a mastermind is literally just like a group mentoring container. It's not the same level as like a program where your coach is teaching you. It's like you're all being mentored in the one space in front of everyone as well. So like if you have shadows about fear of being seen, like this is like the space to move through it. Cause it's like, like my last mastermind, holy shit, the things that I moved through in that. And even just like, oh, I met some really fucking deep, dark parts of myself last year. And I'm literally on call, bawling my eyes out, having the brattiest fucking moments I possibly could. And I'm, mm. I've got like six other women watching me do that. Like, are you joking? But also too, I always just pedestaled one-to-one mentoring, but I now see it as like one-to-one mentoring and masterminds are on the same like level, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely. also too, I feel like when I've been in one-to-one mentoring containers, I've got so much out of it. Do not get me wrong. But sometimes you like not forget to plug in to your mentor. But when you're in the mastermind space, you're hearing what everyone else is going through as well. So it's like, you can listen to that and be like, oh, cool. I relate to that. And then you can put it into yourself. And also too, it's just like the cleanest space to be able to come in and you can listen to someone going through something and you can come in judgment-free and then also make it about you and it's not a thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like everyone can riff on the same things, which I love. But yeah, I've been a part of a mastermind. I, I signed up to a 12, 12 month mastermind. It's like a high oh. level with my mentor and it's been, yeah, phenomenal. And a really cool part of it is that he does a lot of in-person events. And oh, cool. yeah, I everyone has seen me cry. I think I've cried at every single event just because you're just moving through so much stuff. And we, we've shared so much vulnerability and yeah, just bouncing off each other and being expanded by each other. And you know, I've actually, yeah, I've met like a, like a soul aligned friendship from that mastermind. Now we like practically spend all of our spare time together now because we're just so similar and we relate on so many levels. And that was through a mastermind, which I would yeah. have never connected with her that way. But yeah, it's so powerful just being in a group of people on that same journey with you. Yeah. Um, one-on-one mentoring is great if you want like really quick results and really quick kind of strategies. Yeah. It's just different, right? Yeah, different vibes. The mastermind is just an experience. Where yeah, like that, that's learn. a good way to put it. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Really good way to put it. And in terms of like working with your clients, what would be the biggest block or the like most common block that you often see in your containers? Fear of judgment. Yeah. A huge one, especially because I work with so many like early stage entrepreneurs who are like in their first like one to two yeah. years and they're, it, it's always around just like showing their face, talk, doing talking stories, doing Instagram lives. And while they say like, oh, I'm struggling with my content, I'm struggling with my content. I'm like, honey, it's not your content. Mm. <laughs> like you have a fear of being seen. It's never a yeah. fucking content issue never ever. Content issue. I was like everyone in my DMs like, oh, content's my issue. And I'm like, okay. No, it's not. What's going to help you with your content though, you know? And like I, I have, I do help with like some basic strategies with my clients around content mm. and just like things to talk about and like 
different pillars that they can touch on so then they feel more confident to like make the content but yeah at the end of the day like we break that fear of judgment and really learn how to step into that feminine energy piece and express that creativity right because you can't be creative and expressive from a place of like in your hardcore masculine no. doing feeling burnt out like you, of course you're going to feel resistance of course your content's going to feel shitty yeah it's not coming from a place of like true expression yeah and sometimes yeah. literally it's just the most basic shit like one it's like are you fucking having fun in your day-to-day two like I had this there was a this was a huge shadow that come up for one of my girls not long ago and she was like I've just got no idea what to do with my content I'm not feeling creative blah, blah, blah. I'm like how much of your day are you actually spending in silence how much of your day are you spending not creating for work not doing xyz I'm like, even like you get in your car, you chuck on a podcast, you chuck on music. How are you actually going to get the fucking downloads to even have those creative things drop in? But literally most of the time, it's just as simple as you're not being embodied in your feminine energy. Like as Mm. feminine energy beings, we operate from that creative, like flowy state. Like if you're constantly in that go, 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 fucking no way you're going to be able to create content. Mm, absolutely and I love that you mentioned that like that stillness piece and something I had to like learn very quickly because I I noticed even at the beginning of my business journey I kind of fell back into that old pattern of go 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 being in my masculine and look I kind of had to a little bit right I was trying to run a business full-time um I, I was just really lucky to be supported by my mentor to kind of help me not go too far into burnout and yeah. it was a necessary season but I needed to, I didn't pull myself out of it quick enough. And I think that's a big thing that I teach too, is like, yes, you're going to have seasons where you're going to have to lean in more and do more, but then you have to equally prioritize like, Hey, I've had two weeks of going all fucking in this Saturday. I'm going to go like swim in the beach or go for a nature walk and just be right. It's that stillness. And even going back to my story, like when I took that two weeks off of stillness, of just doing things I loved and enjoyed and being with myself, that's when I had these big changes and these big shifts really happen for me because I was so dysregulated and go all the time. That two weeks of stillness fucking changed my life. Yeah. Literally. And I wouldn't have had that intuitive calling and those downloads and that pull to like start that course and start the coaching if I didn't allow that being stillness time. Mm-hmm. So such a huge piece that if anyone's listening and like walk away with that, incorporate yeah. more stillness, whether it's five minutes in the sun before you wake up, huge thing too which I'm not sure if it was on this podcast or hours that you were talking about (laughs) was the phones like not being on your phone first thing in the morning and when you go to bed huge like life-changing as soon as I stopped scrolling before bed and scrolling as soon as I woke up like there's your like an hour of stillness a day 100% literally it's like even just like 30 minutes like yeah and also too and a lot of girls listening to this I know are gonna struggle with ADHD as well I have ADHD and if you jump up out of bed in the morning and you go straight to your phone, obviously with ADHD, we're searching for that dopamine hit. If that is, and this is even relevant, even if you don't have ADHD, you jump up, you touch your phone. That's the first piece of dopamine that you get through the day. And then you're constantly searching for that same dopamine hit. So you're stuck. That's when you get stuck in these like scrolling fucking vortexes because you're constantly searching for that dopamine. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think I remember reading somewhere, I need to actually see if it's actually correct, but (laughs) I remember reading or hearing somewhere like that first hour of when you wake up specifically is like your brain's in like a beta wave state or something like that. So the more that you see or do in that hour, it's just like even more embedded in your subconscious mind. So if you're opening up your phone and you like see the news and it's installing fear or you open up and someone else in your industry just talked about like making a sale or they're doing really well and you're like fuck I'm not doing that and then again feeding more into your subconscious mind yeah. like you're setting you're feeding your brain shit the first Literally. time you wake up. Literally. so for me like that first like hour I wake up I don't look at my phone I put on like a guided meditation so mm-hmm. then I don't have to like think about what I'm doing it's just said and done for me then I normally try and listen to like a five minute like affirmation recording just yeah. again to really embed those good belief systems. And then, yeah. And then I chill, I drink my coffee, I go outside, I read a book, then I yeah. get ready for my day and I feel fucking amazing. Makes and the biggest doing that makes a huge difference. Cause I used to just work as soon as I would wake up, like in my business and then just go all day, forget to eat. And then I'm like exhausted. I'm like, wait, this is not why I started my business. We need to change this. <laughs> yeah. And it's literally, just comes back to that feminine and masculine energy piece. And I've spoken about this on other podcasts as well, but just like touch on how different it is. Like when you run in that masculine energy all the time, that go, go, go versus your feminine, like what it feels like when you are constantly in that burnout of masculine energy, like what does that feel like? Yeah, honestly, it just, it's so much resistance. It just, things just feel so hard. And and it's like this pressure on your shoulders. Like, I need to get this done. I I need to make X amount of money this month. Otherwise, I'm not good at what I do. Or it's just like, you feel like you're running out of time and you need to keep doing stuff. And when you are resting or when you are having like your time off, you're like, don't, enjoy it because you have the sense of guilt like I need to push more I need to be doing more I need to be doing more and I think a lot of not always a lot but a lot of like the more like the men in business you need to be disciplined you need to do more work blah 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 like the fucking David Goggins stuff like while yes you need to take action and yes some people do need that more push to take action majority of the women that I at least attract who are super like ambitious and are already really good at that don't need those messaging so they actually need the message no. to sit down and reconnect and like you see the difference yeah. when they can learn to incorporate that and then they start actually making more money they feel more confident things just magically feel easier um but that's what it's like in being the masculine stage like it just feels fucking hard you feel like you're yeah. on the go all the time and just so much guilt when you rest when you're leading like I, I like to call it like leading from a place of feminine leadership and that's when you're leading with your feminine energy while knowing how to tap into your masculine to get shit done in your business, you know, tap into like the logic, the organization, the structure, like learning how to tap in and out of it, but yeah. leading more with your heart centered, you're leading more from a place of service, intuition, um, you know, and it feels so much more just like connected and yeah, just more like truer, like real truth and real authenticity from yourself. And gosh, it's like, it's hard to explain, but it's just such a sense of like peace and safety, I would say. Yeah. And that comes from doing a lot of like this energetic work is to find that sense of safety to feel, yeah, to feel safe, repeating my words, to feel safe in your expression is what I'm trying to get at. 
to be yourself and to have that feminine energy like what you're saying before Jess with your mom like being able to she held that space for you to be so expressive yeah and a lot of women didn't have that so you have to teach yourself like hey it's safe for me to be expressive it's safe for me to slow down and be in my body like nothing's gonna go wrong if I take a day off my business is not gonna burn to the ground I'm not falling behind on my goals if I just need to take a day to be so it's just flowy it's easy it feels really purposeful yeah and as you said like so important to have that balance like what we need to get as well and like speaking about it in like a relationship context right like that masculine energy like your partner like they are the container for you to be flowy chaotic all of the things right so the same fucking thing goes in your business you still need to have the structure and the not it's like it's structure but without being rigid but when you have that you have the container for you to do those flowy things so I'm always posting on my stories like the other day I had like the most hectic is to-do list. And that is very rare, like very rare. I never usually overload myself. And then I went and had a fucking sauna at City Cave. Like mm. if I didn't have that to-do list, the structure, my time blocking, I wouldn't have had time to be able to go and sit at City Cave for an hour and do fuck all, right? That's like just one example, but that's where people are missing the point. And I definitely can relate to that as well, because when I first ran my business, like PT, I was always on the go. It was very that masculine energy. And then when I went online, I fully swung into my feminine. I didn't want to do anything. I was like, fuck, this feels great. I'm going to wake up at 9 a.m. I don't have to be up at four anymore. Like, this is amazing. And then you burn out as well because you're not getting shit done. So it's like, you actually have to find that blend of the two. And also, too, like, I'm glad we we're talking a little bit about like meditating and stillness and all those things. It's like, you can, you can't like bypass or like affirmation your way out of this shit that like you can't convince yourself all of these things. If you don't feel safe in your body, your nervous system needs to be regulated. You actually can integrate these things and feel it rather than just in your fucking head. That's it. It can only intellectualize so much. and much of our body like the body keeps school like so much of our 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 trauma our feelings just just us is in our body more so than just our mind and that's why we can't like we can't intellectualize how we feel and those energetics it's it's really like a feeling and it, it doesn't quite make sense and it's really hard to explain to people like what what that means but when I get them to like just slow down maybe incorporate some meditation, do this. Then they start to feel, I'm like, yeah, that's it. Cause it's going to feel different for everyone. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people too think, oh, I'm just not feminine. Like I'm not girly. Like I don't know how to be girly to be in my feminine. Like it has nothing to do with that. Nothing. Like nothing. By all means, it can definitely make you feel more feminine. It can like enhance the experience of like wearing a flowy dress and like the grass barefoot and doing twirls. Like, of course, that's still (laughs) fucking awesome. And go ahead and do that. But it doesn't have to look like that for you. It's a it's a personal thing to connect with yourself. And I'm glad you said that as well, because, and I say this a lot with my clients, like everyone thinks there's like one size fits all. So like, you know, meditating or whatever, like everyone thinks they need to do what everyone else is doing on social media. Right. And we spoke about this a little bit before, like the theta brainwaves, like first thing in the morning, things like journaling are the exact same 
brainwaves, they release the same brainwaves as meditating. So it's like, yes, meditating is fucking amazing. But if you're someone that, and also fine line here, because a lot of people are like, I can't meditate. I don't know how I get bored. I'm like, have you actually probably tried to meditate? But like journaling or literally being out in the sun first thing in the morning for like 20 minutes, literal no sunscreen, like you haven't done anything, like just lay in it. That also regulates your nervous system. And a lot of people actually don't know that there's so many other ways to do things. Mm, absolutely. And it kind of like comes into like, like biohacking things as well, right? Because I think people forget, like we've only just recently in our evolution been used to screens, being indoors all the time. Like our beings are meant to be outside bed on the grass, being in the sun, you know, not having these like overhead lights and these bright screens. Like once the sun sets, we're supposed to go to sleep, not then yeah. watching Netflix all night. Well, I don't think that's bad, but it just to be mindful of it, like all these yeah. distractions and we're just being like numbed by like all yeah. of these things all of the time. And that's what causes that dysregulation. So it's coming back to the basics, coming back to like those core things of being outside, getting sunlight sounds so easy, but I promise you, if you just incorporate these things into your daily schedule, like one thing, just start off with being outside, yeah. do this, like, it honestly changed how my days went when I started yeah. to incorporate all these habits. But just, yeah, really getting back to the basics, start with your phone. If you have just one thing you want to start, just stop looking at your fucking phone in the morning oh. and before you go to bed. And that, that's life-changing in itself. And even like all of these things, like we're talking about this obviously in a very mindset-y kind of situation, but like even as a business owner, your capacity to make money will de- will be dependent on how one embodied you are and how fucking regulated your nervous system and how safe you feel to actually receive and make money. Yes, 100%. If, if you don't feel, it's also like that worthiness piece too. Like if you don't feel worthy enough to charge more or if you're in this constant state of scarcity, which I know a lot of my clients are come to me wanting to work on as well too because obviously I mean I don't really watch the news but apparently the economy is bad whatever what can you do um (laughs) and like for someone who like has a mortgage like I know I can feel it and yet that still doesn't affect me because I don't let it affect me I think too many people get so caught up in just in all of the shit like in all of the fear that they're trying to install into us so that's what it is right so Um, I completely forgot where my trail of thought was going there, but, um, yeah, the scarcity mindset is just such a big thing as well too, that when you can start to, again, create that sense of safety within yourself, feel more regulated and you can be like, you know what, if the whole world crashed down tomorrow, I feel so fucking secure in myself that I'll fucking work it out. Literally. Like that was just what I had to, like, even for me, like trying to start my business, I'm like, you know what, if everything crashes down. I feel I love myself enough and I feel secure enough that I will work something out and it's okay. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like that's what I had to really learn to instill is that I'm safe no matter what fucking happens. Yeah. And I see this a lot as well too. Like so relevant. Like we've just kind of come like Christmas period, all the things. How many fucking coaches in that lead up to Christmas are like, oh, it's just this really quiet time of year we lose clients right now, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I just signed up fucking 10 clients. Like if you actually worked on your money mindset, that is actually where that's coming from. It's you're fully just projecting on your audience. It's the same thing goes with like the economy is so shit right now and people aren't signing up. 
yet there's fucking coaches. Those of us that have done all this mindset and embodiment work, we just keep moving. Like I always say, like you guys are just slowing down for those of us to speed up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I think that's a huge thing too. And like, I think I even signed like a heap of clients to start in January and December too. Like easy, no brainer. Yeah. Like just because everyone else is struggling with something and speaking about this is how it is, like you don't have to fucking take that on. Exactly. And I think too, like just being mindful to not overconsume so much, like whether it is what other coaches are doing, whether it be the news, like I'm just someone like, I just don't care to like look at other people necessarily in the industry unless I'm like a fan. I'm like, cool. I want to watch your journey. Like that's so cool. Like with you. And I never watch the news. I don't like oh, to hear it. I'm like, I can't I tell you the last time I even looked at the news, if I'm honest. I don't care. Like I'll hear people like when I'm out and about or with family and they're like, oh, this and this. I'm like, huh? What? Like I completely forgot to vote the other day. And they were like, oh my God, this whole <laughs> thing. And they were like, oh, like, what did you do? I'm like, there was voting. I don't, I don't watch the news. It was this big vote thing that was local that I was I supposed know. to be part of. I don't know. But I'm like, I don't, like that doesn't, like, anyways yeah Yeah. no and just like the energy (laughs) of it like we're all just I think you said it before whether it was on this one or the other podcast like it just instills that fear and then like even that just how dysregulated that makes your nervous system something so fucking small actually has the biggest impact on us Mm. so yeah such such an important thing like if you are listening to this and you are feeling like you're like crap I think I'm dysregulated I think I am like in my masculine a lot like just start with like the things you do on a day to day, see where you can cut back on screen and see where you can just like indulge something in the morning or at night to just like, ah, and be more and allow that stillness and then just build from there. Like that's the best place to start. Yeah, literally. I think I started, the first thing I did was like journaling and literally all I did was start with like three things I'm grateful for. That was it. That was it. And like something like getting off your phone for 30 minutes in the morning or um, even like, and this is a huge impact on like your gut health, like just not having your coffee first thing, as soon as you wake up that like, yes, that routine of like, okay, caffeine, bang, that is going to fuck your nervous system anyway. Um, but just little things like that, that, yeah, you start off really small and then you do get to be at say this level that we are speaking about. And to be fair, like we're probably not even at a level of like, all these other people, you know what I mean? Like imagine these Zen yes. Zen bitches like every day, that's all they do. <laughs> yeah, I have like a few people that I really look up in the industry that are just like doing fucking good in their business, but they're just like so connected, so embedded and embodied in, in their spirituality yeah. and their feminine energy. I'm like, fuck, like that's what I'm aiming towards, like yeah. to be so fully embodied and making tons of money and, yeah, it's it, there's always going to be more levels but just start with the basics you guys and it, it, it's easy to then work your way up yeah and both of us have been in your shoes like we've been there we've been burnt out we've been operating from our masculine energy we are living breathing proof that if you just start small you can get there yeah absolutely I love that but thank you so much for coming on the podcast this has been fun as fuck yeah, I love these types of conversations. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. But tell everyone like where they can find you. Obviously, I'll link it in the show notes, but where can we find you? 
Yeah, so I operate everything from Instagram. So it's just Karen Taylor underscore coach. And I've also got my own podcast too that Jess had, we just recorded an episode with. My podcast is the Holistic Mindset Podcast. So you can head over there as well too to listen to more things around mindset, business. And then yeah, Jess will be on there as well too. Yay, thanks for coming on the show. (laughs) Thank you, Jess. (laughs) 